my Savior and love, gave me peace from above when he reached down his hand for me. Welcome to Puritans Read, reading aloud great Puritan works, authors, and biographies. Today, episode four of The Letters of Samuel Rutherford. To Lady Kenmure, on the eve of his banishment to Aberdeen, his only regrets, the cross unspeakably sweet, retrospect of his ministry. Edinburgh. 28th July, 1636. Noble and elect lady, that honor that I have prayed for these 16 years with submission to my Lord's will, my kind Lord hath now bestowed upon me even to suffer for my royal and princely Lord Jesus and for his kingly crown and the freedom of his kingdom that his father hath given him. The forbidden lords have sentenced me with deprivation and confinement within the town of Aberdeen. I am charged in the king's name to enter against the 20th day of August next and there to remain during the king's pleasure as they have given it out. Howbeit, Christ's green cross newly laid upon me be somewhat heavy while I call to mind the many fair days, sweet and comfortable to my soul and to the souls of many others, and how young ones in Christ are plucked from my breast and the inheritance of God laid waste. Yet that sweet-smelled and perfumed cross of Christ is accompanied with sweet refreshments, with the kisses of a king, with the joy of the Holy Ghost, with faith that the Lord hears the sighing of a prisoner with undoubted hope, as sure as my Lord liveth, after this night to see daylight and Christ's sky to clear up again upon me and his poor Kirk, and that in a strange land among strange faces he will give favor in the eyes of men to his poor oppressed servant who cannot but love that lovely one, that princely one, Jesus, the comforter of his soul. All would be well if I were free of old challenges for guiltiness and for neglecting my calling and for speaking too little for my well-beloved's crown, honor, and kingdom. Oh, for a day in the assembly of the saints to advocate for King Jesus If my Lord also go on now to quarrels, I die. I cannot endure it. But I look for peace from him, because he knoweth I am able to bear men's feud, but I cannot bear his feud. This is my only exercise, that I fear I have done little good in my ministry. But I dare not but say, I loved the children of the wedding chamber and prayed for and desired the thriving of the marriage and coming of his kingdom. I apprehend no less than a judgment upon Galloway and that the Lord shall visit this whole nation for the quarrel of the covenant. 
But what can be laid upon me or any the like of me is too light for Christ. Christ is able to bear more and would bear death and burning quick in his quick servants, even for this honorable cause that I now suffer for. Yet for all my complaints, and he knoweth that I dare not now dissemble, he was never sweeter and kinder than he is now. One kiss now is sweeter than ten, long since. Sweet, sweet is his cross. Light, light and easy is his yoke. Oh, what a sweet step were it up to my father's house through ten deaths for the truth and cause of that unknown and so not half well loved plant of renown, the man called the branch, the chief among ten thousands, the fairest among the sons of men. Oh, what unseen joys, how many heartburnings of love are in the remnants of the sufferings of Christ. Colossians one twenty four. My dear worthy lady, I give it to your ladership under my own hand, my heart writing as well as my hand. Welcome, welcome, sweet, sweet and glorious cross of Christ. Welcome, sweet Jesus, with thy light cross. Thou hast now gained and gotten all my love from me. Keep what thou hast gotten. Only woe, woe is me for my bereft flock, for the lambs of Jesus, that I fear shall be fed with dry breasts. But I spare now. Madam, I dare not promise to see your ladyship because of the little time I have allotted me, and I purpose to obey the king who hath power of my body, and rebellion to kings is unbeseeming Christ's ministers. Be pleased to acquaint my lady Mar with my case. I will look that your ladyship and that good lady will be mindful to God of the Lord's prisoner. Not for my cause, but for the gospel's sake. Madam, bind me more if more can be to your ladyship and write thanks to your brother, my Lord of Lorne, for what he hath done for me, a poor unknown stranger to his lordship. I shall pray for him and his house while I live. It is his honor to open his mouth in the streets for his wronged and oppressed master, Christ Jesus. Now, madam, commending your ladyship and the sweet child to the tender mercies of mine own Lord Jesus and his good will who dwelt in the bush I am yours in his own sweetest, Lord Jesus, S.R. To Lady Culross, Edinburgh, 30 July, 1636. Madam, your letter came in due time to me, now a prisoner of Christ and in bonds for the gospel. I am sentenced with deprivation and confinement within the town of Aberdeen. But, oh, my guiltiness, the follies of my youth, the neglects in my calling, and especially in not speaking more for the kingdom, crown, and scepter of my royal and princely King Jesus, do so stare me in the face that 
I apprehend anger in that which is a crown of rejoicing to the dear saints of God. This, before my appearance, which was three several days, did trouble me and burdeneth me more now. Howbeit Christ, and in him God reconciled, met me with open arms and trysted me precisely at the entry of the door of the Chancellor's Hall and assisted me so to answer, so that the advantage is not theirs, but Christ's. Alas, that is no cause of wondering that I am thus borne down with challenges, for the world hath mistaken me, and no man knoweth what guiltiness is in me so well as these two, who keep my eyes now waking and my heart heavy. I mean my heart and conscience, and my Lord, who is greater than my heart. Show your brother that I desire him while he is on the watchtower to plead with his mother and to plead with this land and spare not to cry for my sweet Lord Jesus's fair crown. If I were free of challenges and a high commission within my soul, I would not give a straw to go to my father's house through ten deaths for the truth and cause of my lovely, lovely one, Jesus, but I walk in heaviness now. If you love me and Christ in me, my dear lady, pray. Pray for this only, that bygones betwixt me, my Lord, and me may be bygones, and that he would pass from the summons of his high commission and seek nothing from me but what he will do for me and work in me. If your ladyship knew me as I do myself, you would say, Poor soul, no marvel. It is not my apprehension that createth this cross to me. It is too real, and hath sad and certain grounds. But I will not believe that God will take this advantage of me when my back is at the wall. He who forbiddeth to add affliction to affliction, will he do it himself? Why should he pursue a dry leaf and stubble? Desire him to spare me now. Also the memory of the fair feast days that Christ and I had in his banqueting house and of the scattered flock once committed to me and now taken off my hand by himself because I was not so faithful in the end as I was in the first two years of my entry, when sleep departed from my eyes because my soul was taken up with a care for Christ's lambs. Even these add sorrow to my sorrow. Now, my Lord hath only given me this to say, and I write it under mine own hand. Be you the Lord's servant's witness. Welcome, welcome, sweet, sweet cross of Christ. Welcome, fair, fair, lovely, royal king with thine own cross. Let us all three go to heaven together. Neither care I much to go from the south of Scotland to the north and to be Christ's prisoner amongst uncouth faces, a place of this kingdom which I have little reason to be in love with. I know Christ shall make Aberdeen my garden of delights. 
I am fully persuaded that Scotland shall eat Ezekiel's book that is written within and without lamentation and mourning and woe. Ezekiel 2.10. But the saints shall get a drink of the well that goeth through the streets of the new Jerusalem to put it down. Thus, hoping you will think upon the poor prisoner of Christ, I pray, grace, grace be with you. That was episode four of the Letters of Samuel Rutherford. <laughs>